Coffee and Cream with Rogers and Benning on Herd at Sports Radio. Yeah, I think uh, one of the keys has always been to me, Mitch, not starting um, opponent prep too early. Sometimes, like, you know, they think so much about the game, the game, the game. By the time they get to the game, it's almost, it sounds dumb, but it's almost, like, boring. You know what I mean? Like, there has to be some excitement about it in terms of, like, the timing. You have to time it perfectly. So, um, you know, we, we, we'll give them tomorrow off. Now, my version of off, which, you know, we'll have a meeting in the morning to talk about academics for school and all that. Um, so, it's, you know, academics because we have school on Monday. Monday's an off day for them as well. So we'll give them two days back-to-back, so the first day of school and that Sunday. So they have a chance to kind of recover now. You know, we've gone really hard. Um, for some of them, it's the hardest thing they've probably ever done, and it's good. And so I'm pleased with them. Um, so we'll take two days, and then we'll kind of, you know, go three in a row. You know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we'll, we'll have a mock game Thursday night under the lights. I'll come in Friday, do some stuff, give them Saturday off. Then we'll practice on Sunday like a normal game week, give them Monday off, and start again on Tuesday. So in terms of opponent, scout, and prep, uh, really talking completely about the opponent, we'll introduce some things on Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and then really that Friday will be truly a, hey, you know, hang, hang everything up. Hey, we're in, you know, we're in, uh, we're in game week. All right, welcome back, Coffee and Cream. Ravi Lula in the seat for another 15 minutes. DB rejoins the show at 8 o'clock, coming over from Westside football practice this morning. Shane Chillerberg here as well, Andrew Rogers. Uh, we are live from the Herdat Sports Bar and Grill. And you will see some new signage this week. Some You'll changes. Some new changes, yeah. yep. And then all of a sudden, boom, goes the dynamite. Um, you know, you can even celebrate the last event at HVC um, today. Today, Chick and Nick. Are, uh, I will be here. To be here. Yeah, yeah, I will be here as One well. One of the best live shows you can attend. One yeah, of the best. I haven't got to do one of the live shows with him yet, so I'm very excited that I'll be here tonight. I mean, um, they're just goofballs. Oh, yeah. Well, I so I I go back with Chick and Nick to the original show. That's like it's one exciting. of the first it's local. a little nostalgic. It is. You. It's super nostalgic for me. And... What I appreciate, though, about the podcast is that it's not just all nostalgia, right? They still talk about new stuff. They are still funny in real time. It's not just like, remember this funny thing we did 10 years ago? Yeah, and listen, they still play some of the old drops, and I love it. But it's, a, it's still a new show, and they right. still are keeping it fresh, which I, I was really impressed by their ability to kind of just pick up where they left off after 10 years mm -hmm. off the air so um no it's i'm super excited to go tonight i'm, I'm thrilled yeah so uh, come to that event uh the final event before the restaurant closes and does uh does those changes that we just and teased there before it reopens and, grill. and yep there it's it goes closing but it is reopening uh, that yes. is true that yes. is true that's want to make that's sure a great, that's a great word to use reopen yes <laughs> want to make sure we're clear on that we it's just going over doing a little renovation <laughs> a little flip my house here oh you're a house flipper guy huh ah, you're sometimes like, you're like jonathan and the other guy that do property brothers or i find it fascinating sometimes to, to kind of watch those shows um i would never flip a house just because it's i don't a lot of work it, it's a lot of work and i don't have i don't have the like know-how to make set. it cheap because mm -hmm. the only way you i mean not the only way but you can make really good profit margins if you can do the work yourself mm -hmm. right I am not that guy. That is not in my skill set. You could still make. You, you know, can make yeah. thirty grand. Off you can of make a, a nice a, flip, um, yeah. a nice chunk, but right. the guys that make really good margins are the ones mm -hmm. that can do everything themselves. Sure, and I can barely keep my house together by myself. My wife does all the projects around the house. She's got like drill sets and all sorts of stuff. Right. But I'm just like, honey, what do you need? 
So, <laughs> gosh, it's funny that you bring that up. When we were at the field yesterday, I had to turn on, like, the water by the toilets, and I didn't really, like, know what I was doing. Yeah. So I just kind of started, like, Started turning knobs. knobs and <laughs> sure enough, the water started to fill up. I'm like, see, I am a genius. That's about the extent of my, uh, let's just say, my handyman skills. So when I was in... When I was in high school, a buddy of mine, for some reason, thought I knew about cars, and I don't at all. I don't know anything about a car. He's like, what, what gives off that vibe? I don't think Were anything like about me. Rocking a Hot Wheels backpack in high school, or I would have, but no, I didn't. <laughs> uh, I have no idea. I don't know if he just like had it in his head for some reason. So he's like, "Hey, my truck's making a funny noise. Can you come look at it?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'll look at it. I don't know how much help I'm gonna be." This is the funniest part, though. So there was like a hose detached. And I was like, hey, it looks like we're coming from here. I was like, oh, yeah, this thing is, uh, I don't think it's supposed to be flapping around in here. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're right. He pops it back on, fix the problem. (laughs) You're like, and that's the day I became a mechanic. I nailed it. (laughs) That is the last time I've ever done anything useful in a car. It's been about uh, 17 years. Nice. (laughs) And and, and now you just go over to Dingman's, right? I do. Go over to our friends at Dingman's. I'm like, guys, I need an oil change. (laughs) How do we do this? <laughs> Can you show me? <laughs> the only tool I need for my oil change is a credit card. <laughs> yes. And it swipes. Yep. And it uh, it's tap to pay, too. Um, no, okay, let's go back to the point that I wanted to make going into the break yeah. and, and the clip that you heard coming out of the break from Coach Rule about game prep timing. I thought it was interesting because I get what he's saying. I get the the point of, you know, you get this built-up excitement mm-hmm. and you don't want to overdo it so that by the time you get there, you're kind of just tired of going over the same team over and over mm-hmm. again. But at the same time, I'm like, with it being game one, week one, I don't know if there is like a, a too early point unless you're like studying film months in advance, right? So yeah. like if it's – a week and a half or two weeks since it's the first game, I'm almost like if I'm a player, let's let's get to it. Like let me learn as much as I can about this team so that I'm fully prepared to really give it a go. Now at the same time, what would actually deteriorate my confidence though mm-hmm. is if we spent so much time on this and it didn't go well. Yeah. And so I think that's what that's Coach part Rule is probably saying yeah. more than the excitement piece of what like, once you get to the game. Now, I'm not going to speak for the guy because you, he's a much smarter man than me when it comes to this stuff. But that's at least what I grasp from it is I, if I was a player, I wouldn't care if we started a week and a half early versus, sure. you know, the week. Game up. Yeah, like the, game week. the Friday to yeah. Friday or, you know, the Thursday to Thursday, whatever it is. Like, that doesn't – that wouldn't bother me because at this point I'm probably camped out. Yeah. I'm tired of just practice. I just want to do something different. Yeah, it's interesting because I, I definitely understand where rules coming from, and I think you made a really good point too. With let's say you you spend three weeks prepping for Minnesota, and then you get beat by them, where's your confidence level when you've only got a week to mm-hmm. prep for every other team this year, except for whatever your bye week is, right? So um, that's something I do think you have to protect against a little bit because that can mess with a guy's head. The other thing is. Um, and I'm, I'm going to go back here a little bit. Uh, there was this game against Texas in 2010 where the year before Nebraska had lost the Big 12 title game on the one-second Colt McCoy deal, right? And so that whole offseason, I mean, we're talking, I think the football team put out a video in like May 
about the Texas game, which was not even the first game of the season. It was October, right? So you've got five months of buildup for this thing, plus the six months before where you're mad about losing on the one second to Colt McCoy. And by the time they got to the game, they fell right on their face. Like when you put too much emphasis on one thing, and that's where your mindset is, and once you get there, sometimes it's really hard. I don't think boredom's the right word like Matt Rule used. I'm not very often going to criticize his word choice because he's a, a really good speaker. I don't know if bored's the right word, but I think there is like an oversaturation of focus on one thing when you're doing that with a team, and it did not go well mm-hmm. at all, right? This was a bad Texas team. I think they went 5-7 and seven that year. Nebraska was actually pretty good, a game they definitely should have won. And they fell flat on their faces. And I think it goes back to the fact they'd been focused on this stupid game for so long. So I think that's another thing you're kind of trying to protect against where you just want to say, hey, everyone in the state understands those first two games. You have to win one of them, right? Without a doubt, you have to win either Minnesota or Colorado. And I think Matt Rule's smart to not put an overemphasis on, hey, we really got to get this W. You want to treat it like a normal game. You want to have all the prep in the world. Now, I'm sure the coaches have been watching film for a long time, right? But I think it's smart to keep your prep the same for every single game where it's like, okay. And they do it on the bye weeks too, right? First week we focus on us. Next week we focus on the opponent. Usually don't spend two weeks on the opponent, right? I think it's for the same reasons where you don't get an oversaturation of focus. Mm. And it can kind of burn you out. I don't think it's boredom. I think it's more of a burnout situation on – you know, you get burned out with focusing on the one thing. By the time they actually start Minnesota prep, these guys, because they've been in camp, and are, they should be chomping at the bit to be mm-hmm. able to get ready and prep for Minnesota. Now, what I will give Coach Rule credit for is this, though. He thinks about things most people don't normally mm-hmm. think about. Like, and a lot of coaches may not think about yeah. By just bringing this up, sometimes if you prep too early, you could lose excitement once the game actually You lose arrives. your edge a little bit. You don't. Who's actually thinking that? Like, he thinks about everything, well, and like, he has a move for everything. So yeah. that's just credit to him in, in knowing every ounce of football yeah. from a mental standpoint yeah. to a physical standpoint. He just knows it all. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as much as we sit here and we're like, you know, uh, you know, we may criticize a word or two, it's like – His general point is very well taken. to you yeah. for just – thinking about this because I didn't No, honestly I'm not sure it's something I had thought about until he said it and I was like oh that's a really good point and that's when the Texas thing popped in my mind mm-hmm. I was like oh it's kind of the same he dynamic thought. he Coach really Rule does sparks a lot of thought and we've heard it from his players too mm-hmm. I, I think it was was it Singleton or Newsom one of the two was talking about how he just walks by the film room sometimes and goes that's why I respect my coaches because they're doing something when we're not yeah Sam McEwen up next